Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 1. You know this church, I've seen many things. A couple will come and meet me. We are fighting, almost separating, divorce. I'm not, I'm not doing it again. I say, calm down. We counsel. Okay, I'll work on it, sir. But I'm not happy, sir. Three months after. Eh, eh, sir. What's the problem? My wife is pregnant. Ah. Is that how you settle the matter? Well, you already have a number of children. What are you doing with this one? Uh. And the way they were fighting to look like it would never go near her. I hate you. That body no man lie. I hate you too. I say, calm down. Don't say that to your husband. Don't say that to your wife. And then after some, I'll be coming guaguoli. I even think, and that crisis had happened. Uh, she found out. She found out that she's pregnant. No, no, that kind of annoying thing. She found out. Amen. In fact, it looks like the more they fight, okay, let me not say that one, because I have four children. <laughs> First Timothy chapter five, verse one. Share for me. Now, look at this. This is Bible. Do not what? But what? He didn't say don't talk to them, don't, don't, but exhort him as what? This blessed me. I have fathers in the faith. I have my own father, he's 85. He taught me how to approach. Can we have this in any other version, please? Um, I don't know. NLT, NIV. So you're in this church. I'm not saying you can't talk to your pastors or your senior pastor or your own dad or your own mom. But that is a way. He said, never speak harshly to an older man. That scripture is New Testament. But appeal to him what? As you would do to your own father. That was what Nathan did. He gave David a parable, humble parable. David said, What? Who can do that? That person will go to jail. Who will kill him today after David and coughed himself? Sir, you are the one. No. David said, hey, Nathan, help me. Is it not better than proving one right or trying to prove you are better than your biological father because he sent you to school, Abby? Yes, now. It's his, it's, his, it's his fault. If you are still in that abolished village or something like that, you won't be talking like that. Now you have grammar to speak. Now you can read books. Now you can, you can attend coffee. So you gather all those in your head. You now go and face your dad. Dad, 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 dad. They don't do things like that now. Dad, 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 listen, dad. Dad, Amplified says, do not sharply what? Or rebuke and or, or entreat. Entreatment. Entreatment. Mike Mudok says, always know who you are talking to. If I'm talking to my friend now, we can, I might be sharp. But a father, you entreat the person. I do that to my dad. Dad, you can't, this can continue like this. This is what I think. And the man will be shaking his head. Okay. And they will now ask you, what do you want us to do now? Is that not better? 
You have to learn to talk. If you're a covenant person, you have to learn to talk because you will have people ahead of you, your boss, your parents, spiritual parents, and there is a protocol to enjoying God's favor, not the other side. Honor. Wives in the church, sometimes your husband makes mistakes. Adopt this. Don't say because it's completely wrong. You're not just facing. Look, look here, about man. I, I can't even call him my husband. Man. Ah, I, I can't take half more. If not, that marriage is important. I don't take half of this thing you are doing to me. Don't do that to your husband now. Have some covenant sense. You pray first. You pray first to God Almighty. And then he gives you wisdom. And then you still address the matter. And the matter will still be better, not worse off. Because your goal is for it to be better. Amen. I won't say more than that before they go and post on social media that um, pastor is saying that they should worship older people. <laughs> one young man was threatening one older person with some things. And he told him, you are young. Me, I've been young and I'm now old. You have just experienced one part. Welcome. Your days are coming. That's the truth. It's coming. It might take 10 years or two. It's coming. This young thing, I've been young before too like you. When we were teenagers, we believe we know everything. Teenagers, ah, you just believe you know everything. 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 Hmm. When you start entering university and then finishing, you now know that you don't know everything. There are so many things that are not Sertari's paribo. <laughs> so humility is required. Glory to God. Then under obligation, we have blessing the less privileged. Psalms 41. Bless Psalms 41 verse 1. Blessed is he who does what? Are you alive this morning? Who does what? The Lord will deliver him in time of. Ah, blessed was the day I saw this. Verse 2. The Lord. Somebody said the Lord. The Lord. Will what? And. And. That's longevity. That's why we don't play with it in our church. Every first Sunday of the month, we put things together for the less privileged. We call it Club 58 Sunday. For those who just joined our church, welcome. The first Sunday of every month, like next Sunday, in cash and in kind, we put things together. If you're writing a check or transferring, you just put Club 58 or to the poor on it. There's an account for that. And we move it out to missionaries in Fulani places, in Dark places, we help with medical stuff. We have a scholarship scheme that we service. We keep that going on the go. It's always on the go so that you don't die young. And then any other time that God now stares your heart to do extras. You do it, people do it a lot in church. Just come to the office. Our pastor want to help with this. Okay, go ahead. Clock 58. The Lord will preserve him. And if God is keeping you alive, nobody can kill you. And he will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of the enemies. But the first line, blessed is he that what? I talked about this on Wednesday. Families should have a plan. We have people in our church that have their own orphanages. Orphanage, sorry. They have their own. Not that they have, they set it up. 
with this understanding. And I see God in their lives. You, you own a company, have a percentage that services the poor joyfully. As a church, we have a percentage that goes for that. Whether we are building or not building, whether we are doing the church conference or not, there is a percentage of the income that goes to Club 58 from every income you give. It's based on revelation. The revelation is plain to you. This is just one part of it. The Club 58 itself came from Isaiah 58, verse 6 to 12 or 11. We'll talk about that next time. But this is just to steer your heart. Every time you are helping those in need, you do it because you love them. And then God blesses you back. And one of the blessings is he will keep us alive. So we have your speech, honor, blessing the poor. Number, number next is wisdom. Proverbs 3.13, wisdom. All we even share this wisdom of God, okay? So, but let's just dig deeper. Can we read this together, precious people? Uh, are we ready? One, two, go. Happy is the man who finds and the man who gains. Verse 14. For our proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than. Verse 15. She is more. And all the things you may desire cannot be compared to her. That's wisdom. Now verse 16. Length of days is where? And then in the left turn. That means when I walk in God's wisdom, I will have long life and prosperity. We don't wish it on bad day. We walk it in the covenant. Length of days is in the right hand. And on the other place, riches and honor. Of course, when you sow honor, you reap it back. So I'm not surprised about that. So I said in my note here, foolishness can kill. Matthew 4 verse 5. So in the school of long life, we walk in God's wisdom. We don't take things for granted. Look at this scripture. I mean, I'm sure you are familiar with it. Um... The temptations of Jesus. Are you seeing? He says to Jesus. Now, don't forget, it was a temptation. It was not just a discussion. So some of the things we foretold, many of us don't know that it's a temptation to damage. You may just say, it's just my habit. I just like eating um, these things. I just, you know, it's a temptation. It's a temptation. Now he said, then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple. Verse 6. And said to him, if you are the son of God, what do you do? <laughs> For it is written. Is it not written? He shall give his what? And in their hands they shall what? It's a temptation. And Satan was quoting scriptures. It's a Jehovah Rapha. You can eat anything. When you come to communion, you'll just be healed. Pam. To eat it. Satan told Jesus Christ. Throw yourself. Not that they push you. <laughs> throw yourself. Verse 7. Now look at the reply of Jesus. Jesus said to him. What? You shall know what? 
I'm telling you in this service, stop tempting the Lord your God with your lifestyle carelessness. Most believers die young on this principle by things they do with their hands, foolishly. But many don't know that it started with Satan. It looked like an ordinary, I just like this food. I don't know, I can't do without it. Every day I take it. I said humorously that if you are overspeeding, the angel that was supposed to protect you even left the car because he was afraid. <laughs> but you will not kill me. I have many assignments. I must protect host. I must protect uh, Nick. So give his angel start to me. You will not kill yourself. My pastor used to overspeed. He used to overspeed. He said he was speeding one day and somebody overtook him. He said, ah! Speed, overspeed, speed. Abby. <laughs> he said he was shot. The guy overtook him and he was going. After like five minutes, the next thing he saw was his brain out. He said he calmed down. He said since that day, brain, everything shattered. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. Your lifestyle matters. Don't be careless. They are begging you about this thing. Maybe your eyes open to see it. It doesn't take much poison to kill. Your hitting habits matter. You can't be easy overspeeding. I preach hard work. But you can overstretch your body and die. I want to see people talking and they just faint. I was in a church ministry in Jalingo many years ago. Protocol, security, something like this. Standing. I was preaching under the anointing. I just had big grief. The guy fell. Thank God they rushed him. You can't be standing like that for hours. I'm still fasting. If not eating anything. I'm serving, I'm serving the Lord. It's foolishness. No water, not. I'm just standing like that, standing like that. You know, yeah. So when I go to churches to preach and I see people standing like that, I tell the pastor, are they okay? I tell them, because I've seen it happen twice. Twice. And then that, that little church, there was concrete. What if he hits his head and die? Stop laughing. Oh, somebody, people die like that, my friend. He just fainted. People in the church will fast. I mean, you must be diligent in spiritual things. But if you are the bus stop and then the yellow bus coming, you are seeing it as white. <laughs> Say, I must not break this fast. This is just strip away. Just, just take some water. I'm not saying you go and break with pandemic, but just some water. No, you say. They call your place. You didn't even hear. And the series of inside son, you wear tie. Inside son, African minister. Tie under the bus stop. Sweating. Why wouldn't you be reacting to your wife at home? You stand at the bus stop one hour, sweating, tie, everything. When you enter the house, everything is not okay. <laughs> Manage your body properly. I was to preach in Abuja on Friday. I called the bishop that I was preaching for. My people are concerned about security in Abuja. So what is the plan? 
Oh, he said, that's already a good plan. Now, I've prayed. I have a release to go. But I won't say because of that. And I asked, what is the plan? I can't just go and then just shouting, guri, 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 and then. He said, ah, of course, sir. Everything is fine, but there's security in place. Oh, thank you, sir. That's it. That's it. But as soon as we are going from the airport, <laughs> I just look at you. Can't sleep. Can you be sleeping that kind of thing? In that sense, I wasn't afraid. I'm telling you. But you don't break natural law. And then that pastor called me recently. I said, we just love you, sir. We want to come and preach in our church. I said, oh, that's great. Where? Kafanchan. <laughs> I said, go and talk to my wife. Wherever it is, in the annual conference, you know, my picture of the billboard for them to even recognize how they come. <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll pray about it. You know. I'm even scared to tell her because she has lived in that place before. I mean, it's not a bad place, but you know. You know. Oh, God. Overspeeding is not good. Many times when you are speeding and you go fast, the one you left behind, they will still meet you somewhere at the next bus stop. So think now. <laughs> you stay there now. After four minutes, the one you, you thought you had left, they meet you up. So you understand that it's your, just your own. Lock the door of your house. Don't say, it shall give his angels charge. Charge. Lock it. I wake up in the night at home. I go pray, check the doors just to be sure. You want to, don't let, don't let the devil accuse you. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. Rise up on your feet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hebrews 12, verse 14. We will see your children get married. And you'll be there to hold them, oh, the daughters or the sons, you know. See you. You enjoy the fruit of your labor. <laughs> Hebrews 2, please, 14. I think I made time. Hebrews 2, 14. I want to pray for some set of people that will step out here. You had someone that died in your house recently. And the enemy is trying to latch on you the fear of death. We need to break it. In as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same. That through death he died. Through that he might what? Destroy him what the power of death. That is the devil. Verse 15. And release. Those who, what? Fear of death were all their lifetimes. So when you are afraid of it, it's a kind of bondage. And fear will always attract the equivalent, one way or the other. So at times when somebody close to you passes on that you believe in, that you love so much, the devil can start tormenting you that you are the next person. Or that it can happen to you. And many people don't have enough fortification by revelation to resist it. They start accepting it. It seeps in, small, small. And the devil doesn't mind. When you are sipping a, a, a cup of wine, 
after two hours, you finish it now. The CP, you, know, you just see yourself accepting it. It can come through your health or another means. And when the cup is full, the person can die too. When Satan killed James, is it James? What did he do next? He proceeded to take Peter. But they prayed. Why did they pray? Because it's not God's plan. Why didn't they say that anybody can die? Uh, so uh, they've, caught, they've caught Peter too. Father, uh, keep us, uh, help us. Uh. They prayed. Did God deliver Peter or not? Uh, so if it's God's plan, why did God deliver Peter? This is an understanding which you have. That James died, or Peter should die. So if you're in that category, just step out. Please go on and be sensitive, please. It's a very sensitive time. The reason for this meeting is to rescue people. I don't know what will happen in Nigeria between now and election. But everybody under my shepherdhood, <laughs> you will not be a victim in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Let me say this. Oh. Government will come and go, isn't it? Don't go with the wrong government. Just spread yourself out here. Just spread. Let's, there's a space here. The Holy Ghost has asked, I pray for you. Somebody died in the family, maybe your mom or a brother or a sister at the wrong time, kind of, or unexpectedly. Can we stretch our hands, precious people? We are, we are together in this and just pray that God will encourage them. We all need encouragement. That God will strengthen them and then break the spirit of fear. Pray for them. If you are online, just, just put your right hand on your chest. If you are in Surulere, you step out to the front. If you are in Lekki, step out to the front. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is here. Every spirit of death, every fear of death. You don't have to die to help the situation. What has happened is not even good for the family. You have to live and be a blessing to your family. We can pray the Holy Ghost, pray the Holy Ghost. If you're in front, I'd like you to renounce and break the power of that, of that devil. I renounce. I receive healing. I receive healing. I shall live and not die. The blessing of the covenant prevails in my life. Holy Spirit, my friend. I want you to heal everybody here, Holy Spirit, that have stepped forward. Deliver them from the fear of death. So it's in the name of Jesus Christ, I command the fear of death, the torments of death to be broken in the name of Jesus. 
Every torment in your night's sleep, I command it to cease. Every attachment of the spirit of disaster, spirit of calamity, of grief, trying to destroy your own life, I command it to come to an end in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare that you are set free right now. I say I declare your liberty right now. Be blessed. Be rescued. Enjoy freedom. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for perfect deliverance. Complete deliverance. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you say with me, I am free. Come on, say, I am free. I am whole. I am blessed. Death is swallowed up in victory because of the blood of Jesus. No more fear. With long life, he satisfies me. Affliction shall not arise again. I break the curse. I break the curse. I break the fear. I am free in the name of Jesus Christ. Please put your hands together for Jesus. God bless you. You can go back to your seat. It is done. It is done. You're free. You're free. You are, you're not going to follow. No. You'll fulfill your lifespan. Acts 27, 21. We might need to keep standing. We're going to pray and then close. We need to pray. Because we all travel to various places, in and out of the country. We go to various parts of Nigeria. So we need to pray. Now this is another word. There was a time they were taking Apostle Paul to a place for interrogation. And Paul, by the Spirit, told them, don't go on this journey. But the climate people, the, what they call them, weather forecast said the forecast was fine. So they did not follow the spiritual man. They followed the natural man. But crisis erupted. But there was mercy. There will be mercy today in the name of Jesus Christ. But after long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Men, you should not have, you should have what? Listened to me and not have saved from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. Verse 22. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among us in the name of Jesus Christ. Only that he told them the sheep will be wrecked, but their lives will be rescued. God will give us direction in Jesus' name. Okay, verse 23. For there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong and to whom I serve. Verse 24. Saying, do not be afraid, Yemi David. Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all. Who say will be everybody under this ship, this gigantic global ship, you will live and not die in the name of Jesus Christ. As you partake of his flesh and his blood that administers life, any entrapment of sudden death, premature death, violent death, foolish death. The mercy of God releases you from it in the name of Jesus Christ. I plead the blood of Jesus over your household. I use you as a point of contact over your family. 
and I come against grief. I come against sudden death. I come against premature death. I come against sudden losses. I command them cancelled. In the name of Jesus, I release anointing upon you to fulfill the number of your days. With long life, he will satisfy you. He will satisfy you. I said he will satisfy you. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Achieve greatness.